This is a content warning. All episodes of Mysteries Unknown may include foul language, fantasy violence, blood and gore, and worst thing of all, sexual content. Listener discretion is advised. At the, I'll just say at this point, yeah, you just boom, and you just hear the guy leave, his eyes unglass, and then the guy just fall, just kind of just uh, unconscious. And then, and then I kind of go like, okay, so Marcus, meet Adam. Adam, this is Marcus. I know him. <laughs> oh, you do. Okay, good, good, good. good. Wait, how would Marcus know Adam? He's barbless. More than likely, if he's because he's the captain, right? He if he's the captain, he's definitely had a like talk with him about a budget or like a uniforms or something. Well, I think it's it's more so like Marcus would have like talked to the coach. He probably heard of Adam, but he probably never like met him in person. I don't know. You never met him like personally. Yeah, like you know, like you uh, like you haven't like you're not in that circle, right? But like he probably (laughs) talked to the coach. You know what I mean? So like, yeah, this is your first time. Kind of know like players and like their sizes and things. It's so and you see them around school. Like you're still a student, right? You've probably like had, uh, yeah, yeah. seen him at least once or twice. It's probably your first time being within like five feet. Yeah, (laughs) it's probably this like first time actually like being this close to him. But yeah, yeah. So I'm like Marcus, meet Adam. Adam, meet Marcus. Adam's head's just hanging there limply as he still goes, just <laughs> just one arm to just an arm, just rope to the bathroom sink. Cody's hands just on her chest, like she's just like, <sighs> like oh, oh, I mean, yeah. is used to working out, so he's used to being kind of winded, but he's like, <laughs> he's like right, first oh, of all, I take offense, so is Cody, but damn, that was a lot, okay. <laughs> And then I'm and like, you're like, I came through a window and a window, a mirror and stuff. I'm not lie. Marcus is just kind of, Marcus actually got a pretty easy. She's also I, not a bottom of the pyramid girl, but still, like, come on. <laughs> I kind of look around and I'm just like, wait, what's, oh, right. And I, I like sort of turn off the ability. I like raise the, or, you know, put the. You return to back to yeah, normal. The, yeah, the pressure <laughs> level back to normal. I'm like, sorry about that, guys. Oh, thank you. And I'll say, as everyone's trying to catch their breath, uh, Aiden and Marcus, you all notice the uh, cuts on, I'd say they're like on her arms, maybe a couple on her legs, as from her jumping, her failed jump through the (laughs) mirror. She's completely unfazed. Like, they're there, just she hasn't paid no attention to them. (laughs) Did you explode the mirror? Did I what? And she like looks up behind her and then looks at herself and goes, that happens sometimes. And I kind of go like your, I like point to make this like I'm assuming it's like a couple on your leg, some on your arms. I'm just like <laughs> you're kind of, uh, you're kind of bleeding. Yeah, yeah that, that that happens sometimes. <laughs> She's kind of just, just like stand up. <laughs> I just kept... in a bug eye, just like <laughs> what do you mean sometimes? <laughs> I just. I just completely remembered that you all are in your what, rave outfit still, oh, God, so... No, the outfit is gently covered in blood now. Yeah, oh, so no. her her panda leotard that she decided to wear... <laughs> Little blood stains. <laughs> just small ones. <laughs> I, like, hand her some of the, like, paper towel from the bathroom so that she could, like, dab up what she could. 
yeah, she'll she'll take some time to like clean herself up in the sink. <laughs> like, yeah, it's and fine. I kind <laughs> of go like, okay, um, so, uh, as uh, you know, Adam is just laying there. I'm just like, he kind of like, okay, like, where did he come from? You know what I mean? Like, he he kind of just like came in here and started choking me out as I was washing my hands. So, like, what's going on? Sounds like he was trying to enjoy a party. What do you mean? At my expense, I'm, I'm not too fond of that, but okay, I'll, I'll allow it. Not only that, but Mia, she, like, her eyes glassed over or something, and then this, I don't know if any of you heard, but this really loud screech, like, reverb came through the speakers. So, Did hear that. That's when I kind of left. <laughs> I was too busy dying. Sorry, guys. And I'm actually going to see, um, like, is there anything different about Adam? Like, I, I, now I can get, like, a good look at him. Like, what is he wearing? Roll investigation! Alright. Uh, this will also possibly reveal some other things as okay. well when doing this. Cool, 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 cool. Alright. Now... And before he gets his third snake eyes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I actually have nothing <laughs> for investigation. Like, literally nothing. Um, I'm, I'm looking at, like, my top of the food chain. Like, the tea, gossip, uh, get special treatment. So, like, there's nothing. So I'm just going to do a flat roll. Okay. Um, okay, so I'm going to roll my physical dice here. <laughs> a two. And... Is it a one? It's a one. <laughs> I think that dice needs to go to jail. Wow. <laughs> are you just using, you just using one dice for 2d6 instead of rolling 2d6 dice? Yeah, I don't have two. I, I have like one set with all of the other, uh, you know, oh, like you the have D2. The set, so you have like a d3, a d6. Yeah, D3. exactly. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just rolling the d6 twice, essentially. All right, hang on. Um, I'm about to fix this here uh, to where everyone should be able to. Now, because for some reason, it's something that weird where after I, like, add the permissions for y'all to it, it'll, it should start working now. I don't know why okay, it was doing it that. In here. So, um, hold on, I have it. Okay, now you're in there, Aiden, so it should work now. So. Wait, did Aiden just be the only one who didn't have permission to roll? <laughs> no, no. Okay, so oh, okay. the thing... So the bot is set up to where everyone's supposed to roll, but every now and then it does this weird glitch to where I have to give, like, on top of everyone, extra permissions for oh. the people in the chat to use it. Got you. Okay, so. that makes sense. I mean, it doesn't, but it does. <laughs> it, it really doesn't. There it oh, goes. Yeah, oh, hey, look at you succeeded. And I'm, going to, and I'm going to allow this one because I don't think I can handle another Aiden failure again <laughs> oh, at this point. Thank God. Okay. Um, so, if he does that, can I do a quick flat roll to try and get rid of my little one status of being all cut up by taking care of myself? Sure. Okay. It's really only my confidence anyway, so it doesn't you really have apply. You have a one status level. of this. So even if you get a mixed success, I'll say, like, your body starts healing up a little bit. Nope. So. No. It's a slow process. It is. It's fine. So, so <laughs> Aiden's now crying tears of joy from yeah. his, <laughs> his <first laughs> so, <laughs> so, okay. So you because it's a flat roll. Uh, two clues all out because it was a high success. Okay, so two clues. 
Yeah, so um, I guess my first question is, are his clothes any different to what he usually wears, right? Because, like, I'm pretty sure I've seen Adam before. Like, is his attire different? Like, I'm, I'm applying the knowledge of people who disappear and reappear in the, in the infection gang. Like, they sort of change their persona, start wearing different clothes. You know what I mean? Like, is he dressed differently than he usually is? Mm, so, no. He was still in his... Most of the jocks that showed up at this Devil Rave party... Mm-hmm. Were still showed up in like their, uh, like their Letterman jacket. Some of them like in their sports attire. So he's basically like in like I'd say like sw- sweatpants, uh, his jersey and his Letterman jacket is what Adam is wearing currently. Yeah, like athleisure. Okay. Does cool. no one know athleisure? Does no <laughs> one know how to dress for raves anymore? Just <laughs> like, like nudging him with her foot. It's a bunch of jocks. Like yeah, they're gonna be in athleisure all the time. <laughs> Um, I've never heard of that phrase, hence be laughing at it. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so clearly this isn't, like, um, so in character, I'll be like, okay, so he's not wearing anything different, so I don't think he's, this has to do with, like, the infection gang. Um, and out of character, I'm going to ask you, the DM, does this have anything to do with uh, like Mia's sort of uh, flip out. Like, was he under, like, her control at all? Um, I would say it wasn't that one was controlling the other. It was both, both were under control of something, but it was not one controlling the other. But I'm not mm-hmm. sure how much of the connection you would make in that regard as Aiden. Okay, so. okay. So... So, so he was being controlled by something, obviously, but it wasn't. It didn't have anything to to do with uh, Mia. Okay, because that's what I was thinking. I was just like, oh, Mia could like control people through the sound of the speakers, but like it's not that. So Quick Mia question. Was, yeah. Are you where's where's Aiden right now? Is he like bent down in front of Adam? Yeah, I'm kind of like you know crouching, doing the like you know investigating his clothes kind of thing. You know. Um, do you see something sticking out of his uh, Letterman jacket pocket? I reach in and I take it out, see what it is. It is a, it's one of those like coffee cards where it's like buy 10, get get the next one free mm-hmm. kind of deal yeah. for the local Sun Dollar coffee chain in the city. Sun Dollar coffee sure. chain. Okay. Yeah, I have a VIP card. Nice. So it's it's a, like, a, like a rewards card, essentially. Yes. Um, do you share that with everyone else? Uh, yeah, I sort of take it out and I go like, well, he sure loves his coffee, apparently. And I like, hand it to Marcus. I'm like, does this look familiar at all? Would Marcus know Sun Dollar Coffee? I, I don't know. Okay. So Sun Dollar Coffee is like the popular coffee chain in the city. It's the one that like a lot of people go to. It's basically like the Sun Dollar shell with like the rays of the sun coming off of it for their logo. Mm-hmm. And in case no one's realized by now, this is the parody of Starbucks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, if you if you mention the name out loud, because obviously Cody's not looking at you guys, but if you mention the name out loud, she'll say, "Oh yeah, no, I go there." Yeah, so I, I kind of read it out. I read it out. I'm just like Sun Dollar Coffee, and I hand it to Marcos. Yeah, everybody <laughs> goes to that chain as she's like, you know, patting her arms and stuff. Out of the three of you, which one would know more about the school gossip? I feel like Cody. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I want Cody to I mean, wait, 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 no, 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 wait. I do. No, but it I just depends on some, 
<laughs> yeah, it depends on from what side. If it's the sports, I can see, you know, Aiden knowing pretty much everything. And it would depend on what type of gossip it is. Just yeah. in general, gossip that's been going around the school from anyone, basically. Well, I've Just been in the school a lot since I'm Yeah, it would be him, because yeah. I would have what's worth being gossip-worthy, and if it's all general gossip, it would probably be him. Yeah, like, I know more of the people in the school. Gossip <laughs> girls only talk about the tea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'll say, Cody, you probably heard this in passing. Aiden, you heard this for sure. Uh, you know that some of the infection club people were like meeting at the Sun Dollar coffee shop. Yeah, I'll even say like some of the guys when before I went to the bathroom were talking about like, oh yeah, like I seen a couple of them over at the Sun Dollar. You know, they're just like a bunch of weirdos kind of thing. And I'm like, oh, interesting. Okay. And I kind of go like, yeah, no. Um, apparently, oh, like, oh, right, yeah, like just some of the weirdo infectious click they meet up at that spot but like why would why would i mean adam be there i mean i guess he just likes coffee but i don't know like i, I said everyone goes there so while i'm discussing this marcus is gonna like just crack the bathroom door and peek and see like what the hell is going on outside true yes there was a whole scene before all of that so we should... um Roll investigation for me, Marcus. Uh, Your investigation all. is going to depend on what I do next, so have fun. <laughs> uh, there is... Well, here... Okay, question. I'm trying to crack the door, so with sleight of hand count here? Um, yeah, I'll allow it. I guess I would just be 2d6 plus 1, because everything else ain't going to cut it. <laughs> Alright, and you should be able to use the dice robot now, so... No, now it's him who's the only one who can't use it. Oof! That's uh, yes, yes. Now it's my <laughs> time to shine. <laughs> Just accidentally trips. Great, Hunter touches the oh. dice, and now it's reversed. <laughs> I'll Her. say, uh, you don't see anything specific. You just happen to catch like someone with long black hair just rapidly leaving, and that's all. Um, upon saying that, he's like, "We need to go now," and Marcus is going to like start pursuing the person. Um, as soon as all three of you step out, the power is shut off the entire house, and outside you just hear, woo, woo, woo. Jesus. Oh, no. The cops well, and we're not completely leaving. Cody's gonna tug them backwards and go, mirrors. <laughs> it's like, and you just hear, like, the drives go, scatter! And everyone just, everyone just runs. And, and I'm not even gonna... So, wait, Cody is pulling the other two into the, the Mirrorverse with her to get out of there? Don't try. <laughs> I'm going to make you roll for it. You just run back into the bathroom and... The last the remaining mirror. <laughs> yeah, the last <laughs> remaining mirror. And I'll just say for good measures, like, it doesn't do anything, but you just make sure it shatters behind you as well, so no one notices anything. <laughs> Hi, Marcus. Welcome to your first time in the void. <laughs> Because they cut the power, which means any reflective surface around the rave building is black. So we're talking it is void right now. <laughs> is it always like this in here? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, where's Co- where are you taking him to? Damn, hey, girl, uh, you live like this? in the back of my car. <laughs> so we're going to go walk toward my car, which has the little, like, bedroom mirror she's propped up in the trunk of it. Oh, and you parked your car, like, what, several blocks away? Yes. Yeah, we're we're going through a stroll in the void. It's fine. <laughs> so I'll just I'll just say because 
I'll just say, just for fun, you're able to use your car keys to hit the mirror to open up the trunk. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Just because it's like technically it's in range of the car, Pretty so much, yeah. so the so the signal goes in the mirror, the trunk opens up, and you all three just whoosh pop back out. You pop out from the mirror in the trunk, right in front of the car, or the front and the back of the car. Yeah. So it's like whoosh. Just turn, shut the trunk before anything could, you know, happen. You, you see, like, the mirror probably looks like it's been cleaned numerous times. <laughs> like, the yeah. edges of it probably still have little stains. It's not pretty. <laughs> and as you all get into... <laughs> I would say as you all get in, back into Cody's car, you see, like, a, a large amount of, like, cop cars and, like, two paddy wagon vehicles. Like, just oh, it, uh, surrounding the warehouse, surrounding the abandoned factory. <laughs> Get in the car. The void is fine. The void likes you. (laughs) (laughs) Anything kind of goes like, I don't think I'm ever going to get used to that. Sorry. You've been in there before? Yep. Unfortunately. (laughs) Oh, you say that like it's the worst experience in the world. (laughs) It's not terrible. You take tests in biology, right? The void's fine. That is true. I do have to agree with that. Biology is terrible. Or just sits down in the backseat. He just sits down. So, yeah, I'll just say, Cody, you don't even hesitate. You start the car, y'all start driving away. <laughs> yeah, so no, what it y'all... was like a Sunday stroll for her. She's just like, everybody in the car, let's go. <laughs> what y'all do? What, what's the game plan now? What time is it in game? It's probably late. Very late, I would say, at this <laughs> point in time. I mean, we're still high school kids, so it's like, we probably gotta get home. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. it's... I think we said it was a Friday night when this party happened, so it's it going to be... It's yeah, so, high school kids. I think only Marcus's parent is going to be like, where the hell were you? <laughs> you don't normally do things like this. That's a good yeah. question. Did Marcus tell his parents where he was going? He did, and they were kind of surprised by it. You got invited places? Yeah, no, like, um... I, I, I don't know. Did, does Marcus still live with his parents? That's actually that's, that's actually something I want to establish really quick. What is everyone's living with like living situation? Like, are they living with both parents, one parent? What's the, what's the, what's the story we're going to use for our characters here? Good question. I I know that uh, Aiden has his. He's one of those kids that like has his own place. You know what I mean? Um, he moved out of his parents' house like as soon as he turned eighteen, kind of thing. Um, and yeah, he's he's kind of like going off of. Uh, his d- does he have a scholarship or you can get a scholarship in high school? You can get a scholarship before you, you get a, yeah, you can get a high sc- uh, scholarship before you're even in high school. You can be attending college from freshman year at high school if you want. Okay. It depends on what you're going for. So yeah, like he's he he's kind of like he has a good relationship with his parents. You know what I mean? Like he um he's kind of just like in that phase where he's like starting his own life. You know what I mean? He's like middle class reasonably, you know, it's not like a lavish place. It's kind of just like a one bedroom apartment, um, pretty close to the school. So like he, he's kind of like on his own time. You know what I mean? He doesn't have to really like answer to his parents per se. Um, kind of just updates them on like his, uh, scholarship status, you know, seeing, um, if he could, or, you know, if he's making it into, uh, the college teams and whatnot. They're pretty supportive of him, but, like, yeah, he doesn't really have a curfew, so I guess he's good in this situation. 
right. And I honestly imagine for Cody, like I would imagine like she lives just like if, within her dad's home. Does not necessarily I wouldn't say she considers living with him, but I would assume like mom <laughs> walked I would assume like mom walked out like some years ago. Mom was gone a long time ago. Um yeah. Uh she does live in her father's mansion. Mm-hmm. However, she definitely probably was tended to by a nanny up until she was able to kind of handle her own. Um, so she probably just kind of exists in the house with him. So he probably doesn't even know if she's there or not. <laughs> His probably only care is that she actually attends school because that would reflect on him badly if she didn't. That makes sense. And then Marcus. Oh, Marcus is a junior in high school so he definitely is still living with his parents and he has both parents one works um overnight as a nurse and the other works in the day as a social worker so like they're both almost never at home and god you come from a healthy family what tabletop player are you (laughs) (laughs) to ask who's the nurse and who's the social worker uh mom's nurse dad social worker okay because Honestly, because I know a social worker, at least in real life, is usually also a female-dominated kind of thing as well. So I thought, but like, oh, we got lesbian parents going on. That'd be interesting too. Oh, so, no, please. <laughs> but hey, it's your story. It's your character's story. So I'm fine with whatever you want to do with it. So I was just wondering about that. So yeah, he's a dad's a social worker, mom's a nurse. One works in the day, one works overnight. So both parents are never really truly at home, and. Honestly, because Marcus is such a good kid, they kind of let him do what he wants, but they do kind of demand, like, hey, we need to know where you are as your parents. It's kind of our job to, like, make sure you're not, you know, dead in a ditch somewhere. Like, you have more freedom because you're so well-behaved. Yeah. Mysteries Unknown will return after this message. Crime in the city is tough. As a top detective in the precinct, I have to be even tougher and rougher on the scum of the city. Which is why there's no better coffee I trust to keep me on my toes than a nice hot cup of homebrew coffee. On a normal day on the job, a cup of the good old sacred flame roast with its blend of dark chocolate and fruit makes it not just flavorful, but keeps my nose from the curb as well. And for those long nights of paperwork and clue finding, just a single cup of one-shot espresso is all I need to get my grind in the gear and get going. So, whether you're hunting down the bad guys or just crunching numbers at the office, get yourself a nice batch of homebrew coffee. When the going gets tough, homebrew makes you tougher. Visit www.thehomebrewcoffeehouse.com for your made-to-order fresh roasted coffee today. And now, back to Mysteries Unknown. All right, so, so basically, we could go wherever it seems like, as long as it's not Marcus's house. Because I think it would be weird for his parents to uh, have three children. Also, just there. Um, yeah, is everyone going to like? No, Marcus has definitely invited you to his house at some point. I think you're probably the only two people who's actually shown right. to Marcus's let, house. Let me rephrase: Do we go to Marcus's house potentially pass out there because it's really late at night, and we're probably going to arrive at your home at maybe like three a.m. Mark. <laughs> I'd say a little earlier than that. I'd say like one or two. I wouldn't say three. We can kind of reconvene at my place because, like, it's my place, right? It's like my own spot. Could do that, or like I said, the mansions. It's really whatever you want to do. We're scared of your dad, so like, (laughs) (laughs) because you are doesn't mean the mansion's not available. (laughs) 
I would say whenever she's home, either her dad, her dad's probably like either in the office or out of the house. Exactly. So it would just be like a few maids and maybe the butler would probably be the only people there. And they're like, because she, because they technically work for Cody's family, they just have to do what she says, basically. And the, and the mansion, I'm assuming, is big enough that there's like... Oh, there's space. Yeah, there's space. There's plenty for, like, of space. Okay, yeah, we should probably go there, because my place is small, and can probably only fit, like, two people. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> we, we probably have rooms in the mansion that haven't even been touched, like... <laughs> I feel like Ayn's got like a studio apartment for his yeah, like first place. I can see that. Definitely. Everything's kind of just right in that little square area. Yeah, yeah, definitely that. That's the situation he's living in. Yeah, so we're heading to Cody's place in the crash. All right, so yeah, y'all just drive over to Cody's place, and I guess there's like a huge garage that with all the cars you just park in. <laughs> I'm guessing. Yeah, I, I, there's probably a large garage. I'm literally thinking like Wayne Manor. Is what Cody's house looks like. There's like a huge underground underground garage that she just pulls into. And there's like all these cars from like all the different time areas that have been like remodeled or remade that you all see. Hers is just like parked off to the side. Like it's the only one that has its own little section over there. Yeah. And so you just kind of walk through and there's like a little elevator that takes you all upstairs. And then when the door opens, like I said, Wayne Manor, and but and the butler's just standing there, like, "Good evening, Miss Miss Cody." And I see you brought friends, something like that. And obviously, the little oh, okay, okay, they'd okay. probably be a f- that front area that's on the other side of the image, maybe or something where you drive yeah. into to like drive down a ramp into the under like garage or whatever. But yeah, something like that. And uh, is this the first time that we've been to your place? Probably. Okay, so Aiden kind of goes like, "Oh, this place has like a lake in the back. How pretty!" Like, <laughs> Sorry. I'm like, Cody, dude, you have like a butler. I just mean, imagine Marcus is like just running around touching everything. <laughs> oh no, Marcus is a strange. You say he got off as all a butler though. He would be kind of fresh Prince of Bear. Like, yo, what up, Jeeves? <laughs> yo, what up, Jeeves? <laughs> I mean, uh, it's just. Jason, and then that's Teresa, and she like gestures to one of the maids who's probably like just you know straightening up or whatever. And then uh, Alice is usually in the morning making food, so like not really butler. They're just there. <laughs> they work here. Oh, okay, okay. You have like live-in help. Jeez, you have live-in help. And I kind of like nod and like do a little hand wave and be like, I, I just in- have this horrible uh, story for like. <laughs> co- no, it's like Cody's. I can't help but that her response to Marcus would be, "I mean, my mom's not going to do it." <laughs> I just, what I just imagine like? Cody's dad purposely hires like young ladies to be the maids of the oh, house. Sure, absolutely. And it's like everyone knows, like there's stuff that he's doing with them. So yeah, I just feel like that's happening behind the scenes. This is just the first time the boys have been able to see it. But yeah, she she would have turned Marcus and been like, "It's not like my mom's going to do it." <laughs> And then no, Aiden kind of is just like, wait, why? My mom left my dad, like, before I was 10. I was <laughs> waiting for someone to ask, wait, where's your mom at? Yeah, <laughs> I was waiting like, for that question. <laughs> my, my mom left my dad, at, like, before I was 10. I was raised by a nanny. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Uh, okay. Why are you two looking at me like that? Nothing, nothing. I, I, no reason. 
puzzle pieces falling into place. Gwent. <laughs> <laughs> Just <laughs> she's looking completely suspicious of both of them. Like, they're, what? <laughs> it's like it, it's like it all makes sense now. <laughs> like Marcus said, puzzle pieces are clicking into place. <laughs> You two are acting weird. My room's this way. <laughs> All right. And Can she'll uh, open one yeah, of the rooms like, across the hall from her room. And what does Cody's room look like? Um, give me one second. Let me see if I can find something. Oh, In my yeah. head, just knowing Cody's personality, I'm just imagining the room for Mean Girls. <laughs> not quite. Maybe not, maybe not as pink. No, not, th- not that pink. Pink's actually not really her favorite color either. Uh, actually, you know what? Because this is exactly what she'd like, and it will probably fucking. This is just funny to me, because this is the type of shit that she'd be into anyway. You have to explain. I'm trying to grab my picture. I'm a very visual person when it comes to like setting scenes and stuff. Um, You can see it. I eat images all the time. Yeah, I'm sorry, listeners. Um, basically, what the boys are coming into is a rather gothic um, bedroom, both gothic in colors and also gothic in like the sense of the aesthetic, like the art style. Dare I say, when so in manner. <laughs> I did a little bit more modern, but yeah, pretty much modern gothic. Yeah. Oh yeah, talking like is... subtle gothy. Oh. I didn't think you was a goth. We're, I'm like, not. We're, like, we're talking about, like, modern Wednesday Adams, right? And then he, he, upon saying you're not, he gestures to, like, the room, and he's like, <laughs> real? So here's this very colorful person, and you step inside the room, completely black everything. Black, yeah, purples, blues, very royal Richie colors, yes. And um, against one wall is a very large, like, nearly floor-to-ceiling antique mirror. I feel like her dad would have purposely like blown up like a picture of her in her cheerleading uniform just on purpose to have in there. So there's like <laughs> a large picture. Oh, she's got like one of those giant big ass like Napoleon paintings of herself. Jesus, it is probably covered if that was a thing. <laughs> She'd only uncover it if he was coming into the room, but it is probably covered. I was thinking a giant tarp. He's like, was that? No, <laughs> nothing. I, no, it's <laughs> like black sheet. <laughs> I was going to say it's like one of those things where it's like the picture frames that have the curtains on the side of them. The curtains are just closed. <laughs> there you go. That works. Yeah. <laughs> that works. And I, I walk in. Man, he wants to see what's on there. Yeah. <laughs> you just pull it back and it's like a blown up, uh, one, like one of those cheerleading photo pictures, but it's been blown up and it's of uh, Cody in her cheerleading outfit doing like a, maybe doing like whatever they're like cheerle- like whatever cheerleading pose that she's probably doing <laughs> in it. It's like a Lego. <laughs> Probably. It's just like, oh god. Yeah. I'm assuming this is. Stop that! <laughs> just like cover it back up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming that one you're doing. No. Why would it have been? I don't know. I just figured I'd ask. God at least, it, at least it's not the one where she's flashing the camera and it's got the go to hell on the underneath part of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dad didn't pick a booty pick. Just you know. God, that's. Creepy. Yeah, yeah this is probably uh, against one creepy. of the walls. <laughs> Dad seems a little creepy. Not gonna lie. Um, but yeah, like Aiden walks in. I'm just like, oh, this is a uh, uh, an alarming uh, amount of black in here. 
Uh, what I, I'm hearing I is two very judgmental friends of mine. Yeah, no, I, I mean, judgment, just surprised. It's 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 <laughs> lovely. It's it's very um, uh, very grim, grim. Yes, grim is the word. Yes, the girl who leaves behind blood definitely normal. Mm-hmm. I mean, to be fair, my sword eats flesh, so you're right. You've got me there. And she kind of like makes a face like ew. So wait, are you all crashing in this room, or no, is everyone she, getting their she own room? The door across the hall for the two of them. They followed her in there, apparently. <laughs> yeah, we were just curious. They were, were being creepy. <laughs> no, we're just like, oh, what is Cody's room look like? They were being were... creepy and nosy. <laughs> I just had the wholesome picture of everyone just. I just had the wholesome picture of everyone just cuddling on the bed together, just falling asleep. Oh, no. <laughs> Absolutely not. No, she'd given them a room that they could go sleep in, but apparently they wanted to know what hers looked like. Well, I thought you were giving us the tour. <laughs> like, no, oh, that would take forever. It's a mansion. True, true, true. So All I'm right, just kind of go. I'm just kind of gonna, gonna go like, okay, well, um, I'm gonna go crash. I'm tired. Uh, I'll see you guys in the morning. Same. And they'll no way I actually leave this time. Wait, so do yeah. Marcus and Aiden have to share a room, or do they each get their own oh, no. room? It's just, she opened the door across the way and was like, here's a room. There's, like, probably maybe six or seven per hall. I'm, oh, just, I'm exactly. actually, like, again, like, Wayne Mariner, there's multiple rooms per hall. Oh, pick one. <laughs> all bedrooms. Pick one. Hers is probably the only, like, door that doesn't look exactly the same as the others because it's her room specifically but like there's numerous rooms on the floor yeah, Marcus would just get to like the first door and just kind of swing it open just ta- he would start taking all his gear off and crash they look completely untouched <laughs> essentially so I'm going to have the pleasure of taking these two rooms for Marcus and Aiden to say what they're in them so I'm going to say Marcus to kind of fit with your theme of your mythos, you go into this one room, and there's just, like, Japanese lore all over the place. There's some katanas on the wall. There's, like, a, there's, like, a there's like a huge display of, like, samurai armor in, like, one corner. There's, like, a bookshelf full of, like, just Japanese literature and history. Big-ass wall scroll. Big-ass wall scroll, yeah. Cliche like, huh. fan across over the bed. <laughs> like, huh. And then... Aiden, you open the door to your room, and it's just like very ocean oceanic theme. That's like the wallpaper's like much like the ocean. There's like pictures and paintings of boats. There's some books about like Nautica and all that. Kind of go like, what a coincidence! Interesting. And in the corner, there's a single small image of Cthulhu. Yeah, <laughs> a single image is like, huh. or like there's a lot of uh, Lovecraft. Yeah, HP Lovecraft books. Yeah, a lot of HP Lovecraft books. Aiden's gonna hug Cthulhu good. (laughs) (laughs) And I kind of just like, I kind of walk in the room, I look around, and I kind of just like crash. I I like, I probably still have like my shoes on or whatever, and I'm just so tired. I just like fall back into the bed and like instantly go to sleep. That just falls on the little mark as he like like, takes all his stuff off. He's down to like just a t shirt and like his like pants. (laughs) <laughs> Meanwhile, Aiden's just like, fuck it. Yeah, <laughs> I just, like, fall back, my legs, like, dangling off the side of the bed. It's <laughs> just so tall. Yeah, and um, we kind of just, like, cr- well, I crash for the night. Um, the same. Marcus will bed down at that point. Yeah, Cody's just going to take the time to finish, like, 
making sure her stuff's okay and she doesn't get like an infection or some shit and put on pajamas. Alright. As the three of you sleep, you all enter various different dreams. Let's start with Cody. Oh boy. You're back in the mirrorverse. The mirror's all around you. But instead of seeing instead of seeing places and people, you see past images of your life. As the mirrors kind of just scroll on by, like the moment when you were born, as you grew up, you're basically are just seeing your life throughout all these mirrors. And you you stop at the the one stops in front of you, and it's the day your mom left. Oof. What kind of goes through your head as you watch this, as this scene plays out? Um. Probably sad. It's probably not the first time she's thought about this type of stuff. Um, it's definitely uh, like through the eyes of a little kid, just like your parents yelling and uh, kind of your classic. There's no full words for her, just bounds. Um overlapping one another, mounting. There's probably target words, like, you know, cheating and you started it, that type of deal. There's a lot of blame that goes back and forth before mom basically just kind of leaves, slams the door, car engine roaring off after the sound of the garage door shutting. They've been in the same house the whole time, so it's probably just like this ghost of an image inside of a room that's still there. I would have imagined, like, you would have been, like, at, at however old you were at the time, I could see, like, you would have been, like, peeking through, like, the staircase bars just watching the scene play out as, like, your mom and dad oh, like were arguing with each six. other. Probably, like, six years old. Yeah, so you're actually watching this all happen? Mm-hmm. And did she, did she ever think it was her fault? Probably. Every kid does. Especially when you didn't really have much, like, support at the time. Um, Because, of course, after... I mean, even during Mom, she probably still had the nanny. But, like, even afterwards, a nanny sitting there saying, like, No, it's fine. It wasn't your fault. Well, then why doesn't Dad talk to me? Eh, he's just busy. Like, it's kind of been in the back of her head. She's never had justice or solution in any of it. So it's definitely still kind of haunting. Alright. You're just... So... It continues from there, just kind of replaying your life up until the moment. It's just, you, it's just, that's all the dream is. It's just going through your life over and over and over again, nonstop, as it just repeats. Yay, trauma. Um, yeah, I was about to say trauma. Jesus. <laughs> I mean, she's always had it. It's just like, hmm, well. <laughs> um, Real you, sad girl hours. Yeah, get the sad day. girl hours. <laughs> You get an attention on your mobility theme. Switch feed. Um, Marcus. Yes, You're not in your bed. You're standing in the middle of a battlefield, clad in samurai armor, holding Muramasa in your hand as it drips with blood, and you're just a pile of bodies all around you. And the voice just kind of speaks to you, and you hear it coming from the sword. Why must you deny me my hunger? 
he would just kind of continue to stare at it. And just, you know, he's looking at the bodies around him. He's like, there's like a moment in his head and he's thinking like, wait, did I do all this? So, you recognize the armor as the armor of Yoshimitsu. So you, so even though the body is yours, the armor is of your mythos. Mm. And it's like the longer you deny it, the more I can cause. And you see, as the, all the bodies turn into just two bodies, it's the bodies of Cody and Aiden now at your feet, cut up and bloodied. Oh, no, upon saying that, he would full on. He would. He would embrace him just like Yoshimitsu. Quiet yourself. And I'd say at that point you just huh, just wake up like a cold sweat running down your face at what you just witnessed. He he would because he probably propped the two swords up in the corner, so there's the wooden one and Moromas like right next to it. He would just kind of stare at it. You getting attention on the Muramasa theme. Hey. And Aiden, you are floating in the ocean depths. You can breathe. You're not losing air. But you see the stuff come all around you. You feel the weight as it's on you, but it's not like hurting you. Mm-hmm. I kind of just sort of like, for the moment, I kind of just sort of laid there and I kind of like bask in it kind of thing. So you look down, and it is complete pitch blackness. Like, you can't see anything below your feet. Suddenly, a pair of yellow eyes open up, and you feel as several tentacles shoot up and wrap around your body and start to pull you down into the blackness. And I tried to fight it. Um, I'll say that I'll try to fight it, but like, it's too, like it overpowers me kind of thing, right? Um, and I sort of like, like relinquish the will to fight as it sort of just like pulls me down. And you just hear a voice like speak into your head, give in to the blackness, give in to it. And you also wake up with a cold sweat. <laughs> what is what's that? And you noticed um, there, the picture, the Cthulhu picture that you noticed earlier that night had somehow was falling and now on the floor. <laughs> and I try to get out of bed um, and I go over to the painting and I like sort of set it up and is there anything different about it? It looks very similar but you take note of the yellow eyes peering back at you from the painting. Were those always there? Did the painting have yellow eyes before I went to sleep? Not that you can recall. Okay. And you get it yeah, I kind of just like, I kind of like shake it off. I kind of like just chuckle to myself and like, all right, no more alcohol, okay? 
choking tentacles. I don't know which one of us is getting the better gameplay here. Yeah, right. And you getting attention on your Weight of the Abyss theme. End of part two. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Mysteries Unknown podcast. The background music you hear is from the official CMS soundtracks made by Son of Oak Studios. The content warning at the beginning was done by Ryan Bravo of Odd Loot. Any other characters and content mentioned on here belong to the rightful creators and owners. My name is Hunter the MC, and join me next time as we investigate the City of Mist.